uh, it was really uh, an, a blessing to us. I hope it was a blessing to them. And, and it's because I know it's really different to hear about something and then actually to be there to see it. And so I hope that they were able to come back and share with you some of the things that they saw and heard. And to let you know, the Lord is answering your prayers. That's the main thing that you know I, I want to communicate today, is that I know it, it can get really tiresome, you know, to pray for people that are on the other side of the world, you know, people that you may never meet, you know, until we uh, we go up to glory. But you know, but I want you to know that, that don't give up because because the Lord is answering those prayers. As I was getting ready to come on this short furlough, uh, trying to decide, you know, what to talk about and. Uh, what scripture to use, basically, and I was looking through my Bible, flipping through it, and I actually came to the, oops, came to the back cover, <laughs> came all the way to the back, and I saw something written in here. It says, to Joyce, from Daddy and Mommy, Christmas 1974, and it has their life verses, Mark 8, 36, and Psalm 37, 4, and I thought, oh, that's what I'm going to, that's where I'm going to start. That's, uh, that's, of course, that's how... I got started in my faith with my parents that raised me to, uh, to trust in Christ. And uh, my dad's life verse that he wrote in there was Mark uh, 8.36, which is, What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? I'm trying to remember, did my dad ever come here with me? Some, sometimes, I, I mean, he would come on furlough. Some of you are saying yes. And, you know, so I, I mean, he must have come at least once. I know I've been here a number of times. But, um, but my dad went, uh, well, he was born and raised in Canada. He's uh, Japanese-Canadian. His parents are originally from Okinawa, but they, they were immigrants. And so he was born and raised there. And the uh, Lord saved him after several years of uh, being a school teacher. And burdened him to take the gospel back to his the land of his parents and so uh, he went uh, he, he actually was saved through hearing this verse he and he said he went to Sunday school when he was in kindergarten you know because his parents were saying well you know when in Rome do as a Roman so they, they sent him to Sunday school but you know that but he didn't really hear the gospel there and um, so went through his life you know he's just trying to be a good kid and trying to you know, and he thought teaching school was a good way to help people. So that's why he was doing it. But um, as, uh, during that time, then he met with some real Christians who were praying for him, for Mr. O'Shero. And he came to know the Lord when he went to uh, an evangelistic meeting. And this verse was preached. And he realized that, you know, everything that he was doing, even trying to help people and do, do good things, were not going to do him any good unless he took care of his soul. And that's when the Lord saved him and gave him the burden to share that with others. And so uh, that's when he quit his school teaching, went uh, to Bible school, and he went as a missionary to Okinawa in 1955. And uh, he was there uh, until, well, he served as a missionary for 61 years. And uh, the Lord uh, took him home in 2016. It's been three years ago. So the last time that I was here, I think it was 2012 or 13, when it, that, was, that's, that was my last furlough. And then after that, when I went, uh, until that time, I was working in a church, church in, uh, in Saitama, which is up north of Tokyo. I was working with another missionary couple there for 16 years. 
And, but after that furlough, the, the, my parents' health wasn't doing so well. And so uh, they, they finally said, yeah, Jerry, they, we could use your help. So I moved down there. I mean, if I had the time, I could tell you more stories about how the Lord worked that out. I mean, it really, it was just his timing. And, you know, I was, I was sure that's what he wanted me to do. So, and then I got there the, the summer of 2013, and I got... I took a ferry, you know, and, because I wanted to take my car. And so I rode the ferry all the way down to Okinawa and, and drove home <laughs> from, from the ship. And, um, it's, and I got there, and I was just with them for one week. And the next week, my dad went into the hospital. And so well, I was still with him, you know, in the hospital for nine months, and then for two more years after that in nursing homes. But I'm so thankful that the Lord gave me that opportunity, you know, to be with my dad during those last three years. And, and um, really be able to sh share, you know, the, uh, the joy that he, he had right to the end of knowing that he was where God had sent him. And uh, he was you know, able to have that witness there in Okinawa. And uh, now that my dad's passed away, um, I'm still there with my stepmother. It's really complicated if I go back and explain, but my, my mother, <laughs> uh, some of you may remember my testimony, my mother is Japanese-American. She was born and raised in Hawaii, and she actually uh, was saved in Hawaii. On, she was on the island of Kauai. She said they didn't have a church there when she was growing up, and she heard the gospel for the first time when she was in high school, and she trusted in Christ then and uh, went to college and then went to Japan as a missionary in 1950, so she actually was there before my dad. And uh, that, uh, so my parents met and were married there um, on the field. And my sisters and I were all born and raised there as missionary kids. And uh, then the Lord took my mom home when she was 58. And I mean, now I think that that's, that was young. <laughs> but, uh, but that was the, the time for her, and the Lord uh, took her home. And then after that, my dad remarried. And the lady who is now my mother was uh, actually saved in my parents' first church that they had started there in Okinawa. So she's known my sisters and me since we were babies. You know, so we've known her all our lives. And she was one of the group of young people who surrendered her life for full-time service, went to Bible school, came back, and was working in our churches for a number of years by then. And so she and my dad were married, and so she could step right in to the, the church ministry there. And so uh, she served with my dad for the last 34 years uh, that they were there together. So she is the one that I'm left with now. I'm, I'm still there in Okinawa with her. And um, while she's still pretty well physically, but it, it's Alzheimer's, you know, so how, you know how that goes. So it's getting harder and harder. You know, she doesn't remember things. And so she has to have somebody, you know, to, to uh, watch her. And so that's what I'm doing now. But I'm at the same time able to serve together in the ch church um, that my parents started. And... Um, when your team was here, I, I, um, we, I was working together with another missionary family that had come, and they were uh, they had taken over after my dad retired, and so I was working in a team together with them. Um, but I tell you, the Lord is has continued to work, and we've um, uh, people getting saved, and we were just talking over lunch about the the number of people that he, uh, that Bob met when he was there in, in Okinawa. But uh, one young man, uh, his name is Takashi, was, uh, we say he was born and raised in our church, really, because his mother got saved in our church. And then 
uh, she had the baby, and so she dedicated him to the Lord at birth. And not, but the father is not a Christian; he's still not saved, and he was really opposed. You know, he he didn't want to have anything to do with the church. He didn't want his wife going. He didn't want him taking his son. But you know, but uh, his wife just really persevered and and continued to bring Takashi to church, and um, the Lord saved him. And at first, you know, he was such a quiet kid. I mean, he, he really wouldn't say anything, you know, unless you asked him straight out. You know, he was very quiet, and my parents just said, we never know what he's thinking, you know. But, uh, but the Lord got a hold of him and um, uh, called him to preach. And it was, this was while he was in college. And so then he uh, started Bible school training. He trained under another pastor in a nearby church. And, and he finished that and then started working together with us. He was, uh, we called him an intern. Uh, he worked together with our missionary pastor. And so he's been doing that the last several years. And, um, and we were thinking, you know, it's about time, you know, we step up a little bit. And so this year then he, um, he went up to our Bible school in, in Saitama and, uh, and the, our Bible school faculty, you know, got together with him and, and they talked about um, the ordination. And so they went back and forth, you know, uh, for that quite a bit. But finally, this year in April, um, he, uh, he was able to get ordained. And the next day, next day, the next week, then he became the, the pastor of our church. And so that was um, Easter. Easter Sunday was his first day as pastor, and he was able to baptize three ladies. How would you like to do that? <laughs> you know? But of course, um, um, the two of the ladies were people that he brought to church eventually uh, originally you know and then another one was was brought by another member but you know it's just been an exciting time to be there to see what the Lord's done I mean I know that my dad is just rejoicing up there you know because this young man we, we he could have never pictured him being a pastor you know but the Lord's changed him and he can preach I mean he really puts his heart into it you know and we're just so thrilled at the way that the Lord is working in his life and so he just became our pastor. That's our first Japanese national pastor we've had at this church. And so uh, he's getting, just getting started now, and, and we want you to keep praying for him that the Lord will give him the wisdom that he needs as he uh, uh, leads this church. And then, but also a few years ago, the, he witnessed to one of his best friends from college, and Shohei uh, was saved back then, and he just got on fire right away. You know, and so he went the next year to our Bible school uh, up in the mainland, and he just graduated last week. So this month, is, uh, so I actually was there first. I went up to the mainland, that we call Japan mainland, <laughs> looking from Okinawa. So uh, it's, it's just north of Tokyo, but that's where I went. And we had our Bible conference, and I saw this young man uh, graduate. And he's now back in Okinawa. I believe he's there. He was, he was planning on it. And so he's going to be now working as a team together with our, our, our other pastor. And so he'll be getting trained, and we'll see what the Lord does with his life. But it's really an exciting time. Oh, I, I, and the, the missionary family that I was working with, after Takashi became pastor, then they left. They left the field so that he could uh, take leadership by himself. But um, so they're back in the states, and so I'm still there working under this this new pastor. So um, it's an, it'll take a lot of wisdom for me to know how to do, you know how, how to get this to work. But it's really exciting to see that the Lord is doing 
you know, all this work. Um, I'm going totally out of order of what I was planning on saying, but um, uh, my main ministry there is with, through the music. Um, the, I teach piano and voice lessons, and, and we lead the choir. You know, I, I tell people now, you know what my gift is? I, re I arrange music to fit the people that are there, because <laughs> you know, I'm never going to be in a choir uh, in a situation where I have a four-part choir. We just, you know, don't have those kind of people. But you know, I just see who's there and which I uh, uh, arrange the music so that, that makes them sound good. So, <laughs> but that's what we do. And just the few people that we have, we uh, we work on special music for every week. And and I'm training ladies to play the piano for church services. And uh, actually, for me to be able to come on furlough right now, this is the first time that they've had to do it on their own. You know, I have four ladies that, that some I've worked with for a couple years, but some just started, you know, that, um, that we worked hard. And <laughs> I said, you know, I'm going to be gone this summer. They said, what? <laughs> you know, but I said, you can do it. You can do it. So uh, I scheduled them so there's somebody on the piano and some, somebody on the organ, so they're not by themselves, you know, at least they can play with somebody else. And so I'll hear what happened when I get back. <laughs> but that's what they're doing now. So that's part of my, my ministry. And, but working with music, it gives me a chance to be one-on-one, -on -one, you know, with these ladies. And it's a great discipling time, you know, because I get to talk to them and we share prayer requests and, and uh, talk about serving the Lord. And so that's been, uh, a really uh, wonderful time uh, ministry that I have. Of course, I uh, work with the ladies. I'm teaching the ladies uh, Sunday school class and um, um, also doing Bible studies you know, out during the week with people who can't come to church or who just need some more follow-up. So that's been a real privilege to be able to do that and, and see people come to know, know the Lord. I tell you, just this past year, I don't know how many people we've seen that trusted Christ right before they passed away. I mean, it's been like one after another. And, you know, some of these people we've been praying for for years, you know, like our, our, our church member's father, you know, he, he, he was just not there all the time. And, and, but the Lord sent somebody when he was in the hospital and he trusted Christ. You know, and so we've, we've seen that a number of times just this past year. It, it encourages us, don't give up. You know, keep praying. We just we just don't know what the Lord can do, and so uh, we've been able to see that quite a bit. I've already shared with you about um, the young man Takashi. He's the one that's our our pastor now, and his friend Shohei, who's going to be his assistant for uh, from now on. But um, I, I, there's other young ladies that that I've been able to um, have Bible studies with. I keep going and tell you all about them, you'll just have a whole, whole lot of names in here. <laughs> but really, it's the the point is God is working, you know, and it's not dependent on me, you know, because I'm not always that faithful. You know, sometimes I get really tired and I think, oh, I don't know, you know. But the Lord does. He's He's working in hearts and at times when when we don't see it, and He's faithful to His word, and He is faithful in answering your prayers. I mean, I get so convinced of that every time I get an email or something, you know, or somebody would tell me, you know, we're praying for you this week. And I think, wow, you know, and, and because the Lord is answering those prayers. I hope that it'll be encouraging to you, you know, not uh, to keep going and praying. And I know I'm not 
a very good letter writer. I, I need to get more letters out to let you know what's going on. But, um, but, but God is working, and it's, it's in response to your prayers. And I know as growing up as a missionary kid, you know, I, I had people praying for me all my life. I mean, I just can't get over that. I go to churches, and, and I'll meet people that say, yeah, we prayed for your mom, we prayed for your dad, we prayed for you kids too. <laughs> you know? And uh, it's because of that that the Lord has, has been so gracious to us, and I know that it's, it's in response to your prayers that he's continuing to work around the world. And someday, even if you never get to visit Japan, I hope more of you will. That would be great if you could. But even if you don't, you're going to meet them. You know, I hope that's real to you. That, that you look forward to someday uh, meeting these believers who can c actually come and talk to you in a language that you'll all understand. <laughs> you know, I don't know what language it's going to be, but we'll be able to understand each other up there, and they'll be able to thank you for your prayers. You know, and I hope that that would be uh, uh, exciting to you to know that that's a reality. Um, I already shared that I've been uh, uh, working through the music, and it's just... To be able to praise the Lord through music, you know, that can be in any language, you know, and the, and the Lord understands us. And the main thing I try to, uh, to emphasize is it's not just making beautiful sounds, you know, but the Lord cares about, you know, it's, it's from, from our hearts. And as each of us learn what it is to walk with him, we need to get excited about what he's doing in our lives, you know, and that's what comes out when we sing on Sundays or at church services. It's not just performing in front of a group because sometimes you know, music can get to be that way <laughs> but no but when we are excited about what God is doing sometimes even through the hard times you know even even through those times then the Lord can really um, have power and work through the music and I hope that that's uh, what the, he will continue to do um, as I shared my mom has al Alzheimer's and so that's been taking up a lot of my time but um, but she's actually quite strong physically so you know she can still walk I mean she's she's really little and spry I mean she can walk circles around me but it's just uh, the the, uh, the loss of memory so I need to be with her and so you know that's why I couldn't get away for furloughs very often and so I'm just trying to just take short breaks now and trying to get over here but because of that I feel bad I don't have a, a video presentation or anything but I just haven't had time to, to work on one there but I wanted to still come and <laughs> see you guys anyways and uh, let you know that you know we haven't forgotten about you and um, that the Lord is continuing, continuing to work. I'm hoping that the Lord will work it out so that I can come later for a longer period and, and uh, be able to spend some more time working on a presentation and you know something. But um, I'm just so thankful that the Lord's given me the privilege you know, of, of being able to serve there in Japan. It's, well, I, 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 I'm right now in my parents' church, the one that they started, and I'm being able to work with people that they led to the Lord, you know, as well as new ones now that are coming in. So it's exciting to see that the Lord is, uh, is going to continue working, and uh, I, I hope that you really look forward to meeting these people someday and that they'll be able to thank you, you know, for, for your prayers. Because I know that I've, I've been an object of, of many prayers, and I'm really wanting, I'm wanting to thank you in person. But I want to encourage you to look forward to, to hearing those thanks um, up in heaven someday. Um, I started reading you my parents' life verses, and my mom's life verses, the one that I want to close with. 
uh, first was Psalm 34, uh, verse, where is it? 37, excuse me, 37, verse 4, which is, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And I remember her, you know, uh, hearing her testimony over and over as we were growing up. And she says, you know, if, I would, if we would just give our hearts to God and learn to de delight in him, he's trying to give us, you know, what's best. You know, we, we often think we know what we want. This is going to make me happy, or that's going to make me happy. And we say, why don't you give that to me, Lord? You know, and we get all caught up with other things. We think we know what's going to make us happy. But you know who really knows what's going to make us happy? It's the Lord, because he made us. You know, he knows what's going to make me the happiest in, in each one of us. And I know uh, we heard that testimony uh, by my mom uh, many times before she went home to be with the Lord. But I, I'm thankful that the Lord is faithful to his word. And although we mess up, you know, we don't, we don't get it right a lot of times, he doesn't. You know, he still, for some in some way, I don't know, you know, we can't figure it out, but he, even with all of our mistakes and sinning and all the, the things that we mess up, he is still doing his will. It is, that's exciting. And um, the more that we, we can trust in that, you know, the more the uh, joy that he can give us in our lives. So I'm really thankful uh, for the upbringing that I had and the testimony of my parents. Now they're both home with the Lord, and then now I'm still with my stepmother, but you know, even in her, well, even with her Alzheimer's, you know, sometimes I can pray with her, and she, it comes through, you know, that, that what, in, what's in her heart. And you know, she, she, she has these phrases that she re repeats, but, you know, but really one of them is that, God, you know what you're doing, you know. And so uh, I'm, I'm thankful to be able to have that time with her now. And um, I'd like to close with a song. I, I'm probably saying it here before. It, there's a poem that really made an impression on me when I was young, and it's only one life, twill soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. I think some of you have heard that before. But you know, that's true for each one of us. You know, we, we all have one life, right? No matter, even if you're five years old or if you're 90 years old, we still have one life. And we don't know how long it's gonna be you know, for my mom, she was 58 when she went home to be with the Lord. And um, then my dad was 94. You know, I'm really thankful for the, the years of service that the Lord gave him. Now, I have no idea how much time the Lord's going to give me. You know, that's in his hands, and that's not under our control. But my prayer is that however many years the Lord chooses to give me, that it would all be used uh, to serve him. Because really, that's the only thing that counts. That's the only thing that's going to last for eternity. And I, I hope that that would be the prayer of your hearts as well, that uh, the, the life that the, that the Lord gives us would be used for him. But I'd like to close with the song, which is Only One Life.
take just a moment and ask if anyone had any questions that um, you wanted to ask Joyce and uh, that she would be willing to answer. Come on up if you would. question patience <laughs> because things don't happen quickly you know I, I mean I'm sure it doesn't here either but I mean I, I think over there it really it, it takes a long time for a person to, to even they don't know who Christ is you know as it's a modern country you know they have all the electronics and and everything there they make it there you know but but as far as Christianity it's very, very foreign, very, very different. I mean, they just know what you see in the movies, you know, I mean, just church or whatever, but, you know, but they really know so little of Christ, it takes a long time for them just to even come to an understanding of what God is. When they say God, they're talking about all the different gods they have. They're, they're, they claim to have eight million gods. Can you imagine? I wonder who cataloged all that. But, you know, but they, they believe in the God of this, the God of that. And they just think that Christianity is one of those. They say many, there are many w ways to God. There are many ways to truth. That's the way they see it. They just, you know, this is just one religion. Any religion is fine. And so uh, really coming to understand what the Bible says, you know, that there is one truth and one God, that it's, it takes a long. It takes a while for people to come to realize that. All it, what it comes down to, you know, the Lord has to convict them and show them the truth, really, because you know it's not what we tell them. The Lord has to move in their hearts, and we need to be patient and continue to try to be a testimony of what God does in our lives. And then we we do when they get saved, though, you know, we can see some real changes in their lives. We still have. Uh, there's a young lady that that I'm working with in our church that her parents, you know, you know, are very opposed. I mean, they don't understand why she's coming to church at all. And from the first day she started coming, they said, "Okay, but don't be, go get baptized." They just think that's crossing the line, you know. Just, but actually, but she got she was one of the three ladies that was baptized that were baptized on Easter, and so we're we're looking forward to seeing what the Lord's going to do in in her with her family. She's still in quite a bit of fear, you know, about them. So I, I, I would say that's one thing. It's just because Christianity is still so foreign, you know, it, it takes a, a long time, but God is powerful, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, it really is. I mean, most of our churches, there's a lot more ladies and very few men. Even in our church right now, I mean, we, we have these young men that, that are going into the ministry now, and, and, and other churches are just really envious. Why? You, know, you have two young men, you know, that are willing to preach, you know, and that's a big deal. And, and yeah, I, we've wondered about that, too. But I don't know. It just seems like the women, I don't know if they're willing to be or just, they're just um, it's really hard for the men, I think, to have that humility, you know, to, to humble themselves and be willing to be different. Because, you know, when you're a Christian, you, you're going to be different from, from society, you know, and, 
and that doesn't mean sacrifice. You know, they might not be able to have the kind of jobs that they would like, and they, and they can't keep going out with their friends like they used to. I mean, that's the same here too, I'm sure. But I think in just even to a higher degree over there, and because the Japanese society is so much built around conformity, you know, it's being able to fit in with the group is success. So if you can't work with the group, then there's something wrong, you know. And so I, I think, I mean, there's a certain amount, certain amount of that here, but I think here in our culture, you're taught to be independent. You know, you, you do what you think is right. But in Japan, it's not like that. And I think especially uh, among the men, they're not willing to make that, that sacrifice. It just takes a lot more work of the Holy Spirit to be willing to let go of those things and, and be willing to stand up for Christ. I don't know if that's an answer or not, but I think that's a big part of it. Yes. We still have a lot of U.S. military there. They pulled out, they pulled back some, but there's, there's still a lot there. I mean, the 70% of the U.S. military bases in Japan are in Okinawa, that tiny little island. So it's, it still takes up a lot of the, the property there. There's a lot of you know, problems with that. But um, our church works just with the Japanese. We have other churches that work with the military. You know, there are other missionaries that have gone and set up churches um, for the military, and they, they have a wonderful ministry there too. But our church works with the Japanese because our services are all in Japanese. Oh, not not for the church. I just mean just politically oh. and all that. Yeah, I mean you know people you know want the bases out, but they need the military protection. I mean. You know, we're so close to North Korea and China right there. I mean, so they, so the problem is not between the U.S. And, Jap and Japan. It's between Japan and Okinawa. The Japan wants the bases there. The Okinawa, Okinawans say, why do they all have to be down here? But you can understand that. But that's, yeah, that's going to be a constant struggle. Yes. couldn't tell you. The, the figure they give uh, among the population you know, is one half of one percent are nominal Christians. I mean, I guess if you include all the cults and the, you know, Catholics and everybody else, you could get higher figures than that. But you're not going to, uh, but you know, born-again believers, I would think, is very small. And so there's a, a lot of places still with no churches, you know, that people could get to. Okinawa has more churches per capita than the mainland. That's because of the U.S. military presence there, you know, since the war. Yeah, I, because I can only come back for like about a month at a time. I came last year in April and did a, a, a bunch of churches in Michigan. So this time I'm traveling south. I have 
churches uh, as far as Greenville, North South Carolina, and that's from, from when I went to Bob Jones. And so I have churches in between. So that's where I'll be traveling. Uh, yeah, this Wednesday I'll be in Ohio, and then I'll be in Kentucky, and then I'll be in West Virginia, and then I'll be in South Carolina, and coming back up through Tennessee, West Virginia, Ohio, and then I'll be back here just for one Sunday, and then on Monday, July 15th, I'll be heading back. So, yeah, if you can pray for that, that, that the Lord would just keep me safe and just, you know, just bless the meetings and keep my mom safe. <laughs> I mean, she's safe, but, you know, she still calls me about every day. And she says, Joyce, when are you going to come take me home? So, you know, I say, I'm in America. She says, really? I have 28 churches. Yes, I'm just doing a few each time, you know. So it'll take me a while to get to it, get through to everybody. But I, I hope that the, you know, if the Lord works it out, so that I can come for longer periods, and because I really want to spend more time with, with each church too. Yes, we do have children's ministries. Now, um, until quite recently, we really didn't have any children for a while. We did before. We had a lot of children. And then the children of our church members all grew up. And so our new pastor is one of those. you know. And then we didn't have any younger children for a long time. And so I know that when your mission team came, I, we had, I don't think we had any, ch any church children. So we have, okay. Yes, yes, the, the missionary pastors, the children were coming. But um, we had, so we, we always have vacation Bible school, we always have Christ, uh, Christmas children's outreaches, you know, and it seems like we can get children to come for that, and we're seed sowing, you know, but we, not too many of them keep coming. I mean, not, not nobody has come for a long period, they'll, they'll come for a few weeks maybe. So that's, could get kind of discouraging, you know, but, but we always um, like to remember that, that that is seed sowing and the Lord has long-term goals because there's a lot of adults that when they come to our church, we find out they used to go when they were children. And that's why they're willing to come back now because they've been in church before and that makes a big difference. If you've never been to a church and you have no idea what Christianity is like, it's really hard to even step foot into a church. And so, I, so the children's ministry is important. We do have a couple young, uh, a young couple now that has little children there. So we're looking forward to them growing and bringing their friends and all that. But um, you know, one step at a time. But we do, yes, we do have children's ministries. so thankful to Joyce for uh, taking the time to be with us today and uh, if you didn't have opportunity to, to greet her at the lunch or during the service let's do that before we all head out and uh, if you would stand let's close with a word of prayer Lord we thank you for the opportunity to hear about the work that you are doing in many places like we saw from Acts this morning it started in Jerusalem and spread out from there as far as Italy and perhaps Spain and now all around the world. 
There are churches who are gathering of your people seeking to do your work. We pray that you would bless those churches. We pray specifically you would bless uh, Joyce and the work that she's involved with. We pray that you would give her safety in traveling around and, and presenting and uh, fellowshipping with those churches that are supporting her right now. We pray that you would bless that. Uh, watch over her mom as she is gone. and uh, We just pray that you would work in all these things for your glory. We pray that you would bless the rest this afternoon that we would go this week and live for you. In Christ's name, amen.